vipimo vya maisha yetu kwetu sisi kuishi hapa duniani The words of Jesus are the standard of life on this earth Maneno ya Yesu ndio kipimo cha maisha hapa duniani But he's also telling us that the words of Jesus will be the standard of justice will be the scale of justice the yardstick for measuring on that day Lakini pia anatuambia ya kwamba maneno ya Yesu ndio itakuwa kipimio cha haki ndio itakuwa ile fimbo ya kupimia ya haki ratili ya haki katika hiyo Then he says he goes on to say here father that the words of Jesus will be the they the, are the, the authority of God they essentially the authority of God communicated dispensed to man kisha anaendelea kusema hapa ya kwamba maneno ya Yesu ndio mamlaka ya Mungu ambayo yamepeanwa kwa mwanadamu because he says the father who sent me commanded me to speak to say all that i have spoken kwa so they essentially the command of god kwa sababu asemea kwamba baba alienituma aliniamuru niseme kila kitu ambacho nimesema hivyo basi ni amri ya Mungu i know that this that again i know that his command leads to eternal life so again now the words of jesus at this point is verse 50 become eternal life nami ninajua amri zake huongoza hadi kwenye uzima wa milele hivyo basi kwenye mstari wa hamsini, maneno ya yesu ni ya uzima wa milele and so he says here kwa hivyo asema hapa so whatever i say is just what the father has told me to say hivyo lolote nisemalo ndilo lile baba aloniambia niseme so very powerful kwa hivyo ya nguvu kabisa this is what we saw on that day hiki ndicho tuliona siku hiyo and we have seen that uh, we, we have harvested so much in this series ever since i began focusing on the final day of judgment there has been a lot that has come to the church that you need to know about on how to prepare how to live your life with that day in focus na tumeweza kupata mengi kabisa tumeweza kuvuna mengi kabisa katika mfululizo huu tangeni nilipoanza kuangazia hukumu ya mwisho ya kiti cheupe cha Mungu hivyo basi kunayo mengi kabisa ambayo tunahitaji kuweza kuyatazamia tukiwa na siku hiyo katika mtazamo The book of Hebrews now Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 Kitabu cha Waebrania sasa kitabu cha Waebrania sura 4:12 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 Waebrania sura 4 mstari wa 12 Blessed people. Watu wabarikiwa. Hebrews 4:12. Kitabu cha Waebrania 4:12. Says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. For the word of God is alive and active. Kwa maana neno la Mungu lihai tena lina nguvu. Sharper than any double-edged sword. Tena lina makali kuliko upanga uwao wote wenye makali kuwili. It penetrates even to dividing soul tena linachoma hata kuzigawanya nafsi and spirit na roho joints and marrow viungo na mafuta yaliyo ndani yake it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart tena lije pesi kuyatambua mawazo na makusudi ya moyo then he says nothing in all creation is hidden from god's sight kisha asema wala hakuna kiumbe chochote kilichofichika machoni pa mungu he says Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account on that day. Anasema kila kitu kimefunuliwa na kiko wazi machoni pake yeye ambaye kwake ni lazima tutatoa hesabu. And so this is very powerful now. Kwa hivyo hii ni nguvu sana sasa. He's laying gravity on the words of Jesus, the words of the Lord. Anaweka uzito juu ya maneno ya Yesu, maneno ya Bwana. And so today I want to open up a little bit on the people that I saw climbing up the stairs, people that I saw enter the kingdom of God, and it's my prayer that that is you that I saw. 
Hivyo basi usiku wa leo ninataka kufunua zaidi kuhusiana na watu ambao niliona wakienda katika ufalme wa Mungu, watu nilioona wakipanda katika ngazi za utukufu, wakienda kwenye ufalme wa Mungu. Na niombi langu ya kwamba wewe ni mojawapo ya watu ambao niliwaona. And so in the scripture is saying. Na kwa hivyo katika maandiko anasema Whoever hears my words, the hearing of those words. Yeyote asikie maneno yangu, kusikia kwa hayo maneno. Hears my words and puts them into practice. That means you have to be able to hear his words first. Anayesikia maneno yangu na kuyaweka kwenye matendo. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba lazima uyasikie maneno yake kwanza. And so because of that. Hivyo basi kwa sababu ya hiyo. You can almost tell that All of them that were going up into the up into the rapture are people that heard they heard the command of God they heard the voice of God they have been hearing the voice of the Lord on the earth so on that day they were able to hear Karibu mnaweza kutambua kwamba watu wote ambao waliingia katika unyakuzi wataingia katika unyakuzi wa Mungu ni watu ambao hapa duniani Those that I saw in that vision entering hao ambao niliwaona katika maono hayo wakiingia. In other words they will enter when the rapture the day of the rapture arrives. Kwa maneno mengine wataingia wakati siku ya unyakuzi itakapowadia. Ni wale watu ambao They must have been the ones that when they were on the earth they were able to hear the voice of the Lord. Ni lazima wawe ni watu ambapo wakati walikuwa duniani waliweza kusikia sauti ya Bwana. Then those who hear na wale wanaosikia these words of mine haya maneno yangu so on earth they must have been able to hear the words of jesus hivyo basi duniani ni lazima waliweza kuyasikia maneno ya yesu and also before then before they lift up they must have heard the command the voice of the lord as he called out from heaven on the day of when the rapture will take place they will be able to hear his voice na kabla pia waweze kuinuliwa juu ni lazima wao walisikia ile amri ya Mungu toka mbinguni hivyo basi wakati ambapo unyakuzi utakuwa unatendeka wataweza kuisikia sauti yake You remember too well when we were in studio B I told I, I told you about the good shepherd that the good shepherd would come and stand up there and make a shout and though his sheep know him so they will come those who hear him will come towards him and you take them into glory. Mwakumbuka wakati tulipokuwa katika studio ba niliwaambia kuhusu mchungaji mwema ya kwamba mchungaji mwema kondo wake wanamjua na wanajua sauti yake na kwa hivyo wakati ambapo atapaza sauti yake wataweza kumsikia na kuja katika utukufu wake. So who are these holy elect? Hivyo basi je, hawa watakatifu wateule ni kina nani? Because we spent a bit of time discussing those that are told I never knew you depart from me. We spent a bit of time defining them. Kwa hivyo kwa sababu tulichukua muda mwingi kabisa ili kuwatambua wale ambao anasemea kwamba ondokeni kwangu kamwe sikuwajua. But who are these blessed elect that are taken up into the kingdom of glory that they may not be put to shame on the day of the final judgment of God. Lakini je, hawa ni kina nani? Hawa wateule wabarikiwa ambao watapelekwa juu katika utukufu ili kwamba wasije wakaibishwa katika siku ya mwisho ya hukumu ya Bwana? And so I want you to walk with me slowly. Turn with me the book of John chapter 10 today. Hivyo basi nataka mtembe nami polepole geukeni pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 10 usiku wa leo. So we can walk there. Ili kwamba tupate kutembea pale. And there is a tremendous treasure there. Last time I taught from there. That is where we are headed to pull back to claw back again the same treasures we picked from there. Na kunazo thamani za kupendeza kabisa pale wakati uliopita tulikuwa pale na pale pale ndipo tunarudi ili kwamba tukaweza kuchukua zile thamani zile zile pale. Who are these? Hawa ni kina nani? And so he says here. Kwa hivyo anasema hapa 
He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you the Pharisees. Anasema, amin, amin, nawambia, nini Again, John chapter 10, I'm beginning verse 1. Very truly I tell you Pharisees Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen The sheep fold The sheep pen by the gate But climbs it by some other way Is a thief Yeye asiingie katika zizi la kondoo kwa kupitia kwenye lango Lakini akwea kuingia ndani kwa njia nyingine ni mwivi and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. So now, we are beginning a journey to identify the church that the Lord takes into glory. So you have to walk with me very tight on this. The one who enters, verse 2, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep listen to his voice. So the king, the Messiah, is now beginning to introduce himself. And this conversation was with the Pharisees in Israel. He's introducing himself to the earth, to Israel, as the good shepherd, the shepherd of the sheep of God. He says, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. Again, right there now, you are being told that the sheep listen to his voice. They hear his words, in other words. He calls his own sheep. He calls his own sheep. The word is own. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Walk very closely with me on this one here. He says he called his own sheep by name. And the word is own, his own sheep, those that are his. And leads them out. Meaning when he calls them, they can hear his voice and they follow. Verse 4. When he has brought out all his own, his own again, the word is own. When he has brought us all his own, his own sheep, he goes ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Verse 6 he says, Jesus used this figure of speech, figure of speech. Meaning, using words not directly, not plainly open to them, but it, using parallel words to, to, to hide it a little bit like a parable. 
kumaanisha ya kwamba hakutumia tu maneno ya moja kwa moja yaliyo wazi bali alitumia maneno kama mfano kama fumbo Jesus used this figure of speech but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them Yesu alitumia mfano huu wa usemi lakini hao mafarisayo hawakuelewa hayo aliyokuwa akiwaambia Verse 7 Mstari wa 7 Therefore Jesus said again Kwa hiyo Yesu akasema nao tena Very truly I tell you Amen amen nawaambia I am the gate Mimi ndimi lango for the sheep now look at that that is the figure of speech lakondo sasa tazameni hiyo huo ndio mfano wa usemi because number one he said up there that he is the shepherd kwa sababu jambo la kwanza alisema pale juu ya kwamba yeye ndiye mchungaji That's the first thing he said out there. Hilo ndilo jambo la kwanza alisema pale. Ya kwamba yeye ndiye mchungaji. But now he's saying that he is the gate. Lakini sasa anasemea kwamba yeye ndiye lango. In verse 7. Kwenye mstari wa saba. Very truly I tell you I am the gate for the sheep. Amen amen nawaambia mimi ndimi lango la kondoo. And all who have come before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep have not listened to them. Now look at that. Na wote walionitangulia ni wevi na wanyang'anyi lakini kondoo hawakuwasikiliza. So who are these? Hivyo basi je, hawa ni kina nani? That I saw being taken up into the kingdom of heaven. Ambao niliwaona wakichukuliwa juu hadi kwenye ufalme wa mbinguni. That the Lord showed me being raptured into the kingdom of glory. Ambao Bwana alinionyesha wakiwa nanyakuliwa hadi kwenye ufalme wa utukufu. It's going to be very important to identify who they are. Because the rapture has not taken place. Inaenda kwao muhimu kabisa kuwatambulisha hao ni kina nani kwa sababu bado unyakuzi haujatendeka. Because you see here. Kwa sababu mwaona hapa. He says that they listen to him. Anasemea kwamba wao humsikiliza. But they don't listen to the robbers and thieves. Lakini wao hawasikilizi wevi na wakora wanyang'anyi. That means the, the, the his own sheep, his own sheep, own sheep. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kondo wake mwenyewe They have the capacity to detect his voice and listen to him wana alone. When the false prophets who are roaming around the earth come they don't listen to them. When the false apostles come they don't listen to them. So are you the sheep of Christ? Is the Lord able to say to you that you are his own? ownership own o w n to own you je bwana anaweza kukuambia kwamba wewe ni kondoo wake mwenyewe milki yake mwenyewe because kwa sababu if you look at the present day church they are listening to another voice ukitazama kanisa la leo hii wanasikiliza sauti nyingine he says but the sheep have not listened to them his own did not anasemea kwamba bali kondoo hawakumsikiliza kondoo wake mwenyewe hawakusikiliza so this figure of speech hivyo basi mfano huu wa usemi he says he is the shepherd anasemea kwamba yeye ndiye mchungaji and he is the gate na yeye ndiye lango verse 9 he said i am the gate mstari wa 9 asema mimi ndimi lango whoever enters through me will be Saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. And the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life. 
Mimi nimekuja ili wapate uzima. And have it to the full. Kisha wawe nao tele. Verse 11 it says. Mstari wa 11 asema I am the good shepherd. Mimi ndimi mchungaji mwema. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Mchungaji mwema hutoa uhai wake kwa ajili ya kondoo. So now in the figure of speech is saying he is the good shepherd now. Hivyo basi katika mfano huo wa usemi anasemea kwamba yeye ndiye mchungaji mwema sasa. Because he is able to lay down his life for the sake of the sheep. Kwa sababu anaweza kuyatoa maisha yake kwa sababu ya kondoo. Verse 12 he says. Mstari wa 40 anasema the hired hand the hired hand is not the shepherd anasemea kwamba mkono ulioajiriwa sio mchungaji and does not own the sheep na bali haumiliki kondoo so when he sees a wolf coming he abandons the sheep and runs away hivyo basi wakati anapoona mbwa mwitu akija anawaacha kondoo na kukimbia kwenda zake then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters them kisha yule mbwa mwitu anashambulia wale kondoo na kuwatawanya the man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Yule mtu hukimbia na kwenda zake kwa sababu yeye ni mtu aliyeajiriwa na kamwe kabisa hashughuliki kondoo. Verse 14. Mstari wa 14. I am the good shepherd. Mimi ndimi mchungaji mwema. And I know my sheep. Mimi najua kondoo wangu. And my sheep know me. Na kondoo wangu wananijua. So he's beginning to define to you the church that I saw enter the kingdom of glory. Hivyo basi anaanza kuwatambulishia kanisa ambalo niliona wakiingia katika ufalme wa utukufu. Says I am the good shepherd. Anasemea kwamba mimi ni mchungaji mwema. I know my sheep. Ninawajua kondoo wangu. And my sheep know me. Na kondoo wangu wananijua. To tell you the truth I do not know you. Do you remember? Amen amen nawaambia siwajui ninyi je mwakumbuka At the white the great white throne judgment Katika hukumu ya kiti cha upe cha enzi Lord Lord we prophesied in your name to tell you the truth I do not know you Bwana bwana tulitabiri kwa jina lako Amen amen nawaambia sikuwajua ninyi Until I asked you Hadi nikawauliza that most of you if i asked you you'd say, well, do you know the lord you say yes i know the lord ya kwamba wengi wenu kama nitawauliza ya kwamba je unajua bwana mtasemea kwamba ndio ninamjua bwana but the question that is much more critical instead lakini swali ambalo ni nyeti sana zaidi badala yake should be does the lord know you lapaswa kuwa ya kwamba je bwana anakujua because here he says i know my sheep and my sheep know me kwa sababu hapa asemaye kwamba mimi nawajua kondoo wangu nao kondoo wangu wananijua verse 15 mstari wa 15 just as the father knows me kama vile baba anavyonijua mimi and i know the father nami ninamjua baba and i lay down my life for the sheep nami nautoa uhai wangu kwa ajili ya kondoo when he says i lay down my life for the sheep anaposema kwamba nami nautoa uhai wangu kwa ajili ya kondoo he is essentially talking about what you see happening in genesis chapter 3:15 kimsingi anazungumza kuhusu kile ambacho mnaona kikitendeka kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo 3:15 when the seed of the woman comes to crush the head of the serpent wakati ambapo mbegu ya mwanamke mwanamke inakuja na kuponda kichwa cha nyoka When he says I lay down my life for the sheep. Wakati anaposema kwamba mimi ninatoa uhai wangu kwa ajili ya kondoo. He's talking about the blessedness of God that he placed in the promise of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 1 to 3. Anazungumza kuhusu baraka za Mungu ambazo alimwekea Abrahamu kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo 12 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 3. Talk about Isaiah 53. Anazungumza kuhusu Isaya 53. The passion of the Christ. Mateso ya Kristo. So who is that church that I saw God take into the kingdom of heaven. Hivyo basi je, kanisa huyo ni nani ambaye niliona Mungu akimpeleka kwenye 
kwenye ufalme wa mbinguni. And it says in verse 16. hapo kwenye mstari wa 16. It says I have other sheep. Anasema kwamba ninao kondoo wengine that are not in this sheepfold. Ambao hawako katika zizi hili. I must bring them also. Inanipasa kuwaleta pia. They too will listen to my voice. Nao pia watapata kuisikiza sauti yangu. And they shall be one flock. Na hivyo patakuwa na kundi moja. And one shepherd. Na mchungaji mmoja. This is very powerful. Hii ni nguvu sana. Verse 17 it says the reason my father loves me. Mstari wa 17 asemaye kwamba sababu ambayo baba yangu ananipenda. Is that I lay down my life. Ni kwa kuwa ninautoa uhai wangu. Only to take it up again. Ili niupate tena. Again there whoever says that. Tena pale je ni nani amewahi sema hivyo? At that time is trying to reveal to the Pharisees his his deity. Kwa wakati huo alikuwa anajaribu kuwafunulia mafarisayo ukuu wake utakatifu Ukuu wake. He's telling them Anawambia that he's going to die he's going to lay down his life and dies and then from there he will pick his life again. Ya kwamba anaenda kufa anaenda kutoa uhai wake alafu afe alafu toka pale anaenda kuchukua tena. Hai. Hai. The Pharisees were crazy who talks like that. Mafarisayo walikuwa nye kichaa. Nani azungumzaye neno hilo? They were very shocked at that. Walishtuka kabisa kwa hilo. And they asked who says such things. Na kisha wakauliza je nani asemaye namna hii? He say then he says verse 18 no one takes it from me. Kisha anasema kwenye mstari wa 18 hakuna mtu aniondoleaye uhai wangu. Akizungumza kuhusu uhai wake. But I lay it down on my own accord. Bali ninautoa kwa hiari yangu mwenyewe. So at that point they became confused. Kwa hivyo kwa wakati huo wakachanganyikiwa. And he says. Na kisha anasema I have authority to lay it down. Ninao uwezo wa kuutoa. And authority to pick it up. Na to take it up again. So he's telling them that he has authority over death. Kwa hivyo anawaambia kwamba anayo mamlaka juu ya kifo. He's telling them that he has a sovereignty over death. Anawaambia kwamba anao ukuu dhidi ya kifo. That he can lay his life down. Ya kwamba anaweza kuyatoa maisha yake in death and die. Kwa kifo na afe. Then he picks his life back. Na kisha tena ayachukue uhai wake tena. Who says these things like that? Nani azungumzaye maneno kama hayo? This is very mighty. He's now revealing to them his deity. Hii sasa sasa anawafunulia utu wake. He said I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. Anasema ya kwamba ninao uwezo wa kuutoa uhai wangu na pia ninao uwezo wa kuutoa tena. He says this command I received from my father. Anasema ya kwamba amri hii nimepewa na baba yangu. Look at verse 19. Tazameni mstari wa 19. The Jews who had these words were again divided. Wale mafarisayo waliosikia maneno haya tena waligawanyika. Many of them said he is demon possessed. Wengi wao wakasema kwamba huyu amepagawa na pepo mchafu. In other words nobody speaks like that. Kwa maneno mengine hakuna mtu azungumzaye namna hiyo. He is demon possessed and raving madness. Huyu amepagawa na pepo mchafu naye amechanganyikiwa. Raving mad. Na yeye anakichaa. Why listen to him? Kwa nini umumsikilize? But others said. Lakini wengine wakasema These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Haya si maneno ya mtu mwenye pepo mchafu. Can a demon open the eyes of a blind man? Je, pepo mchafu aweza kufungua macho ya kipofu? Remember where all this began from? Kumbukeni mahali ambapo haya yote yalipoanzia. From chapter 9. Kuanzia kwenye sura ya 9. Where he opened the eyes of a man 
totally blind on Shabbat. Mahali ambapo alifungua macho ya mtu ambaye alikuwa kipofu kabisa siku ya Sabato. And that's why they're making reference here that no, a man possessed by a demon cannot do such a holy work like opening the eyes of a blind person. Na ndio sababu wanafanya marejeleo hapa na kusemea kwamba hapana mtu ambaye amepagawa na pepo mchafu hawezi kufanya kazi takatifu kama kuyafungua macho ya mtu kipofu. So Verse 22 to 40 to 40 uh, 42 is a severe conflict. Hivyo basi kuanzia mstari wa 22 hadi 42 ni utata mkali sana. We are going to look at this tonight. Tunaenda kuangazia hii usiku wa leo. But I want to focus on one thing as at now. Lakini nataka kulenga kitu kimoja kwa wakati huu. On this journey to identify the church that enters eternity. Katika safari hii ya kutambulisha kanisa ambalo linaingia katika unyo umbile. Who are these holy elect? that i saw in that god showed me in that vision they were lifted up and they entered the kingdom of glory je hawa wateule watakatifu ni kina nani ambao bwana alinionyesha katika maono hayo walioinuliwa juu halafu wakaingia katika utukufu look at verse 16 again tazameni mstari wa 16 tena he says i have other sheep anasema ninao kondo wengine that are not in this sheep pen ambao hawako katika zizi hili I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. That is very powerful. That's where the secret is. Because he's saying kwa sababu anasema he has other sheep ya kwamba anao kondo wengine somewhere else mahali kwingine at that time he was talking to israel kwa wakati huo alikuwa anazungumza na israeli and then he tells them but he has other sheep somewhere else kisha anawaambia ya kwamba lakini anao kondo wengine mahali kwingine i have ninao he owns yeye anamiliki i have other sheep somewhere else meaning they are his ninao kondoo wengine mahali kwingine kumaanisha kwamba hao ni wake hao ni kondoo wake na wako mahali kwingine so he's trying to bring to you the sovereignty of god of the messiah hivyo basi anajaribu kuwaletea ukuu wa mungu ukuu wa masia he's trying to tell you that globally he has sheep anajaribu kuambia kwamba kote kote duniani anao kondoo and he was laying it before the pharisees and israel that you are not alone i have other sheep na alikuwa anaiweka mbele za mafarisayo na Israeli na kuambia kwamba ninyi hamko peke yenu niko na kondoo wengine and is affirmative here he says i have na anawaki. he's very sure about them they are his i have other sheep those are the sheep i want to look at na anao uhakikisha hapana thibitisho tosha hapa ya kwamba anao ni wake ya kwamba kondoo wengine ambao wako kwingine he is very confident because he say he has them If you look at, let me even leave that for a moment. And come back to it in a moment. Just get to Matthew chapter 8 verse 10. Then you'll understand what I'm saying. He says when Jesus heard this. What is this he heard? He heard the words of the Roman centurion. When Jesus heard this he was amazed and he said to those following him Truly I tell you I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith Hata katika Israeli sijapata kuona mtu mwenye imani kubwa namna hii This is a Gentile Huyu ni mtu wa mataifa This is not a Hebrew he's not a Jew 
huyu sio Myahudi, huyu si Mwebrania. The Roman centurion. Huyu ni akida wa Kirumi. But when Jesus meets his faith. Lakini wakati Yesu anapokutana na imani yake. Then he says truly the other scriptures say the other versions say he was amazed. Truly I tell you I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Kisha asemea kwamba amen amen nawaambia hata katika Israeli sijapata kuona mtu mwenye imani kubwa namna hii. Then listen now to the other sheep that we want to look at today. Kisha sikizeni wale kondo wengine ambao tunataka kuangazia siku ya leo. Verse 11. Mstari wa 11. I say to you that many will come from the east. Nawaambia kwamba ninawaambia kwamba wengi watatoka mashariki. And the west. Na magharibi. And who go up and take their place in the feast with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Now wataketi karamoni pamoja na Abrahamu, Isaki na Yakobo katika ufalme wa mbinguni. But the subjects, the children of the kingdom will be left out he says. Lakini warithi wa ufalme watatupwa nje asema. So do you understand then the other sheep that we are focusing on today? Hivyo basi je, mwaelewa sasa wale kondo wengine ambao tunawalenga usiku wa leo? The other sheep he says he has. So who are those I saw entering the kingdom of glory? Wale kondo wengine ambao anasemea kwamba ako nao. Hivyo basi je, hao ni kina nani ambao niliwaona wakiingia katika ufalme wa utukufu? Because in John kwa sababu kwenye kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10. Came out openly in verse 16 he says, I have. He has is very sure about them. Alijitokeza alijitokeza waziwazi kabisa kwenye mstari wa 16 na kusema kwamba niko nao ninao ana uhakika kabisa nalo I have other sheep ninao kondo wengine that are not in this pen so he came from heaven and he entered the pen in Israel ambao, the sheep pen ambao hawako katika zizi hili hivyo basi alikuja toka mbinguni akaingia katika zizi la kondo kule Israeli and he did that through Bethlehem the incarnation of the Christ alifanya hivyo pitia Bethlehemu kubadilishwa kwa Kristo And so he's, t- he's telling them that you are not just the only sheep there yeah. are other sheep out there Hivyo basi anawaambia kwamba ninyi sio tu kondoo wa pekee bali kuna kondoo wengine huko nje We have seen in the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 11 that those sheep are scattered all over the earth Tumeona kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura 8:11 ya kwamba hao kondoo wametapaka kote kote duniani Who are those I saw climbing up the stairs of heaven and entering glory. Je, hao ni kina nani ambao niliwaona wakipanda ngazi za utukufu za milele na kuingia kwenye utukufu? And you could tell they came from the ends of the earth. Na ningeweza kutambua kwamba walitoka all the all the ends of the earth. Na ningeweza kutambua kwamba walitoka katika misho yote pembeni za ulimwengu. And then he says, Na kisha asema, I must bring them must uses the word must bring them also, meaning his duty bound to bring them na anasemea kwamba lazima niwalete. Anatumia neno lazima kumaanisha kwamba ni wajibu wake kuwaleta. Analo wajibu kuu. Analo wajibu kuu la kuhakikisha kwamba amewaleta katika zizi hili la kondoo ili kwamba akapate kuwa na mchungaji mmoja na kondoo mmoja. And he say they to will they they to will listen to my voice. Na pia anasemea kwamba hao pia watasikia sauti yangu. Amazing. Yes, He's very sure about them. Ana uhakika kabisa kuwahusu. Why is he very why is he very sure about them? Je, mbona ana ujasiri mwingi kabisa kuwahusu? Can we open up on that so we may identify the church 
that will enter the rapture of the church. Je, tunaweza kufungua kwa hilo ili kwamba tukaweza kulitambulisha kanisa ambalo litaingia katika unyakuzi wa kanisa. Step by step blessed people. Hatua kwa hatua watu wabarikiwa. I want us to start reading step by step from verse 22. Ninataka tuanze kusoma hatua kwa hatua to open up. ili kufungua who these are and how they come to be. Hawa ni kina nani na jinsi ambavyo wanakuja kuwepo. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. Hivi basi wakati huo ilikuwa sikukuu ya kuwekwa wakfu kwa hekalu Yerusalemu. It was winter. Na ulikuwa wakati wa majira ya baridi. Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. Na Yesu alikuwa akitembea ndani ya hekalu katika ukumbi wa Solomoni. The Jews were there gathered around him saying Wayahudi waliokuwa pale wakakusanyikia pale wakamuuliza How long will you keep us in suspense? Utatuweka katika hali ya mashaka mpaka lini? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Just say it. Kama wewe ndiwe Kristo Masiya, tuambie tu waziwazi. In other words, for how long shall you keep us suspended? Shall you keep us waiting? If you are the Messiah, tell us kwa maneno mengine je, hadi lini utatuweka tukingoja kwenye taharuki tuambie tu kama wewe ndiwe Masiya? Mstari wa 25. Jesus answered, I did tell you but you did not believe. Yesu akawajibu, nimewaambia lakini hamuamini. And then he says, the work I do in my father's name. Kisha asema mambo ninayotenda kwa jina la baba yangu. Testifies about me. Yananishuhudia kunihusu. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. Do you see that now? Lakini ninyi hamkuamini kwa sababu ninyi sio wakundi langu la kondoo. Do you see why I've read that for you? Je, muone ni kwa nini nimewasomea hilo? Because he's saying. Kwa sababu anasema that he has some sheep out there. Ya kwamba anao kondoo wengine kule nje. They have not even believed yet. Hata bado hawajaamini. But he says they are his. Lakini anasemea kwamba wao ni wake. He say I have, I have. Anasemea kwamba niko nao. I have another sheep, I have other sheep out there. Anasema niko na kondoo wengine kule nje. I have other sheep out there. They have not yet believed but he sure they are his. Niko na kondoo wengine kule nje bado hawajaamini lakini ana uhakika na ujasiri ya kwamba wao ni wake. And yet na ilhali the ones that are here hao hapa ambao wako hapa and he says you are not my sheep. Na anasemea kwamba ninyi sio kondoo wangu. Verse 26 but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. Anasema lakini hamuamini kwa sababu ninyi si wa kundi la kondoo wangu. So let, let us just open this very carefully for you now. Hivi basi wacha tuifungue tu kwa umakini kwa ajili yenu sasa. So is essentially saying kwa hivyo kimsingi anasema that there are those who are his sheep. Ya kwamba kuna wale ambao ni kondoo wake. And there are those who are not sheep. Na kuna wale ambao sio kondoo wake. Sio kondoo. Sio kondoo. There are those who are sheep. Kuna wale ambao ni kondoo. And there are those who are goats who are not sheep. Na kuna wale ambao ni mbuzi ambao sio kondoo. And he saying anasema, that he tried to tell them that he is the Messiah they refused. Ya kwamba alijaribu kuambia kwamba yeye ndiye Masiya wakakataa. They did not listen. Hawakusikiliza. Verse 27 he says, "My sheep listen to my voice." Now you see that they listen to his voice. They hear his words. Those are now the sheep. 
mstari wa 27 anasema kwamba kondo wangu huisikia sauti yangu hivi basi maona hiyo wanasikia sauti yake na kutii sauti yake hao ndio kondoo wake those are the ones i saw going up in that vision god showed me hao ndio ambao niliwaona wakienda juu katika maono hayo ambayo Mungu alinionyesha. Verse 28 says. Again verse 27 first of all. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Kondo wangu huisikia sauti yangu nami nawajua nao hunifuata. I give them eternal life. Nami ninawapa uzima wa milele. And they shall never perish. Look at that. Nao hawatangamia kamwe. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Look at that. Wala hakuna mtu atakayewapokonya kutoka katika mikono yangu. In other words he's saying that when he get those sheep that are his when they is in his hands they are there eternally. They are going to the kingdom of glory. Who are they? Who are they? Kwa maneno mengine anasemea kwamba wakati ambapo anawashika wale kondoo ambao ni wake wako katika mikono zake milele na kwa hivyo wako pale milele na wale Je, hao ni kina nani? Ambao niliwaona wakipanda juu. Now is beginning to slowly define who they are. Sasa anaanza polepole kuwatambulisha hao ni kina nani? That they listen to his voice. Ya kwamba wao wanasikiliza sauti yake. And they follow him alone. Na wao wanamfuata yeye peke yake. And he gives them eternal life. Na wao yeye anawapatia uzima wa milele. Na anasema hapa I give them eternal life. Nami ninawapa uzima wa milele. And they shall not perish. Na hawatangamia kamwe. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. Wala hakuna mtu atakayewapo So when they receive Christ. They don't backslide. You don't find that he or she has fallen back. Say no. Say no 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 no. For them they stay because nobody can snatch them from his hand. Even Satan cannot snatch them from his hand. Do you understand why I brought this to you that you may examine yourself tonight and ask am I really the sheep of Christ? Do I really belong to Christ? Am I a sheep? Because the sheep they hear his voice and they follow him. Je, kwa kweli mimi ni milki ya Kristo? Je, mimi ni kondoo wake kwa sababu asemaye kwamba kondoo wake wanasikiliza sauti yake na kumfuata. And when you look at the present day church, she does not listen to the voice of Christ. Na unapoangalia kanisa la leo hii, kamwe kato hasikilizi sauti ya Kristo. Otherwise if she was listening to the voice of the Lord, she would not be in the sin she is in. La sivyo, kama angekuwa anasikiliza sauti ya Bwana, hangekuwa ndani ya dhambi ambayo ako ndani sasa hivi. You can tell she has been snatched. She is not in the hands of the Lord. Because he says for his sheep nobody can snatch them from his hand. Verse 29 Now crowns it beautifully. He now opens the secret from 29. He says my father who has given them to me is greater than all anasema baba yangu alienipa hawa ni mkuu kuliko wote so now i'm beginning to understand one thing hivi basi sasa ninaanza kuelewa kitu kimoja that the sheep actually belong to the father ya kwamba kwa hakika kondoo ni wa baba and it is the father who actually takes them and gives them to christ na ni baba ambaye kwa hakika anawachukua na kumpatia kristo my father who has given them to me baba yangu alienipa hawa is greater than all 
ni mkuu kuliko wote. He says no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Anasemea kwamba na hakuna awezaye kuwapokonya kutoka mikononi mwake. Then Vastati he throws a bomb. Kisha mstari wa 30 anatupa lile bomu. I and the father are one. Mimi na baba yangu tu umoja. So look now. Hivyo tazameni sasa. The father is the one that owns the ship. Baba ndiye ambaye anamiliki kondoo. And the father now. Na baba sasa. He chooses the ship to pick and give to Christ. Anachagua ni kondoo wapi atawachukua na kumpatia Kristo. And when they enter the hands of Christ, nobody can snatch them away from Christ. Na wakati wanapoingia katika mikono ya Kristo, hakuna yeyote ambaye anaweza kuwapokonya toka kwa mikono ya Kristo. The king lays down his life for them. Mfalme anayatoa maisha yake kwa ajili yao ili kuwakomboa and then he gives them everlasting life eternal life Halafu anawapatia maisha milele uzima wa milele When he gives them eternal life anapowapatia uzima wa milele say, nobody can snatch them from his hand Anasemea kwamba hakuna yeyote ambaye anaweza wapokonya toka kwenye mikono zake Kisha baadaye anasema Nobody can snatch them from the father's hand as though his hands and the father's hands they are both holding the ship together Ya kwamba hakuna mtu ambaye anaweza wapokonya kutoka katika mikono ya baba yake kana kwamba kusemea kwamba mikono yake na mikono ya baba yake yote wanashika kondoo pamoja This is very powerful here Hii ni nguvu kabisa hapa He's saying Anasema that my father has given them to me Ya kwamba baba yangu alienipa hawa Who has given them to me is greater than all Alienipa hawa ni mkuu kuliko wote So this is so powerful Kwa hivyo hii ni nguvu kabisa This is now talking about an election Hii sasa yazungumza kuhusu uteuzi being chosen kuchaguliwa that the father chooses and gives ya kwamba baba anachagua na kupeana these people hawa watu have not yet believed bado hawajaamini they have not yet believed jesus bado hawajamwamini yesu hallelujah Hallelujah. I really wanted to get you here now. Kweli, This is where I wanted to finally get you. The father gets them before they believe Christ and gives them to Christ. Baba anawachukua kabla wapate kumwamini Kristo, alafu anawapeana kwa Kristo. This is very powerful. This is a shocker. Hii ni nguvu kabisa, hii ni mshangao. This is now what throws an enigma into the design of God that will cause each of you to honor your salvation tonight forever with fear and trembling. Hii ndio sasa inaweka fumbo kuu kabisa na ajabu kuu kabisa kwa wokovu wa Kristo ambayo itawasababisha kabisa kuweza kudhamini wokovu wenu kwa hofu na kutetemeka milele. It's amazing. Yashangaza. Because he's saying kwa sababu anasema that my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Ya kwamba baba yangu alienipa hawa ni mkuu kuliko wote na hakuna awezaye kuwapokonya kutoka mikononi mwake. What is he saying? Je, anasema nini? Let us go right to the